Welcome to Category 5 Technology TV. This is episode number 488 for Wednesday, the 25th of January, 2017. It's nice to see you tonight. We've got an exciting show for you. We're going to be unboxing a couple of really cool Bluetooth devices. We've got a Bluetooth wireless speaker that claims to be everything proof. We're going to put it to the test to see how uh, good it sounds. Also, of course, we're kind of <laughs> dressed up. It should be obvious. We have some Star Trek gear here to unbox tonight. We have the new next generation Bluetooth communicator badge. And we're going to be checking that out in just a couple of minutes' time. So don't miss the show. Thanks for being here. Sasha Dermatis, how are you? I am great. And here's what's coming up in the Category5.tv newsroom. Samsung has clarified what was causing Note 7s to catch fire. A dad found a really creative use for 360 video, giving his daughter a first-person virtual reality view of her dollhouse. The Star Trek fan film Axenar, oh, Axenar has settled out of court with CBS and Paramount. A robot can write the news, can write news articles in just one second. And car makers are using soy-based products under the hood, and it's causing all kinds of issues as rodents find it delicious. Stick around; the full details are coming up later in the show. This is Category Five Technology TV. Starring Sasha Dermatis. And your host, Robbie Ferguson. Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV. I'm your host, Robbie Ferguson. Please help me welcome tonight, Commander Sasha Dermatis. Hello. Or is it Captain? At ease. Should you I say at ease? Do I three. Say Commander. Commander. All right. That's right. I'm guessing that's right. I wear this all the time. <laughs> she says to me that she hasn't worn this thing in a couple couple years. It was a couple of years ago that we did the Halloween and f- special. And for a moment, I was like, oh, really? Like, you know, I put mine on at least once a year. But then I realized when I called up Sasha Dermatis and said, we're going to wear Starfleet uniforms tonight. She said, oh, okay, I'll bring mine. So I have one. See? Huh? I have it. Huh? And it wasn't like deep in dark storage or anything. You knew where it I was? I just like whipped it out in a second. There you go. Um, but I'm still pretty like uncultured as far as the whole situation. We got we got to school this girl Dave, about Star Trek. Dave actually watched Star Wars with me this. What does year. that have to do with what we're it talking about? It doesn't have anything to do with it. But I'm just saying that I'm getting more cultured, right? Best for oh, last. Oh yeah, it has star I'm in getting, the name. Yeah, yes, it does. <laughs> Shush. Dancing with the stars is another one that, that we enjoy. <laughs> How is this related, Sasha? It's related because it is. Because I said it is. No, it doesn't, doesn't work I'm, for me. I'm going to watch all of the Star Trek. I watched, there was a there was one that I watched recently. Yeah? That was in the theater, I think. The Star Trek movie. The movie. Nice, okay. It was good. And, and Star I Trek watched... Discovery is coming out very, very soon, just a couple of months away. This is a new CBS television series. We're looking forward to that. And when I was younger, I watched Star Trek The Next Generation. Wonderful. Weekly ish. Right. Yeah. Weekly ish. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Enough to know, like, I liked Data. That was his name. Data. 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 Yeah. yeah I'm like Data. Get it right, Doctor Pulaski. Data. Data. <laughs> <laughs> and seven of nine. How old were you when you watched it? Young. Young enough not yeah. to remember exactly my age. Okay. I was born in '81. I don't know. My daughter is <laughs> 11, and we've just started watching the Blu-ray of Star Trek: The Next Generation. And me, having grown up with Star Trek. Next Generation at the time, like 1987 onward, um, they completely redid it from the Masters. So they re-imported all the reels for the Blu-ray, okay? Mm -hmm. And they redid all the special effects. So if you watch it on Blu-ray, it's amazing. It's like a whole new experience for me even. Like when you... Remember the thing with the sparkles? The, the crystalline entity? Yeah. All right. That was, I think, just a glass of water with sparkles in it, right? Wasn't it? I have no talking, idea. You know Did I get it about? right? Is that what you're talking about? I don't know. Encounter they at beam me up. Then they say, beam me up, Scotty. No, that's the wrong series. Oh, that's what? just a glass of water with sparkles in it. What? Oh, you're talking about a teleporter. Yeah. Oh, okay. I actually watched a show years ago on how they the made that happen. Of? Yeah, that's literally like dollar store sparkles and a glass of water. And <laughs> they created a. They stir the water and throw the sparkles in. And then and do some kind of magic it. with yeah. 
overlays and things. See, I know some stuff. Having redone <laughs> The Next called. Generation, though, watching it now with my 11-year-old daughter, yeah. and, and she's getting excited about it and loves it. And uh, it's so much fun. So if you were a fan of Next Generation and you haven't seen it, seen it in a while, uh, make sure you pick up the Blu-rays. They did a fantastic job. It's really, really exciting to see it again. Uh, our live recordings are trusted only to solid-state drives by Kingston Technology. Revive your computer with improved performance and reliability over traditional hard drives with Kingston SSDs. ThinkGeek is one of our newest partners here at Category 5 TV. If you love ThinkGeek, make sure you head on over to them through our link. Now, you can do it a couple of different ways. Just every time you want to go to thinkgeek.com, just think, oh, we want to support Category 5. So instead, go to cat5.tv slash thinkgeek. It will take you to thinkgeek.com, but we will actually get a portion of the sale. Is it also on the affiliate links? It like is on our partners yeah, page. our partners page. So okay. if you go to our website, that's the second way you can get there, category5.tv. And quite often I hear from people, oh, I didn't know that you were partnered with eBay. Or I didn't know you were partnered with Newegg or any of these companies. And right. Yeah, so go to our website, category5.tv, click on support the show, visit our partners uh, uh, page. Uh, it says shop with our partners, something along those lines. And you'll actually see a list of all the different stores that have partnered with us. And we're so pleased to have ThinkGeek uh, as a part of that. And uh, tonight we're actually going to be reviewing one of their products, the Bluetooth Star Trek The Next Generation Com Badge. So you want to stick That's around. Right. Uh, okay, our address has changed. I know we've mentioned it a couple of times, mm -hmm. but as I was saying to Sasha before the show, not everybody watches every episode, and but maybe it hasn't should. stuck yet. You should. Um, <laughs> you head on over to our website, category5.tv, click, uh, click on Contact Us, and you'll see our new address there. So if you want to send us some fan mail, a postcard um, uh, taken in your hometown, we'd love to see it. Um, make sure you send that to like our new address. Yeah, Take picture. A picture, a picture of you it. watching the show. I mean, you can email that kind of thing, too. But we love to get, get real mail, mail. And, and you we know hang what? it on the wall. Speaking of real mail, we sent Robert Mignetta a birthday card. A birthday card, yes. Um, and I wonder if Robert saw uh, us on the air and actually showing the picture of us um, um, right. sending the card. I if bet you he didn't, did. Robert, if you didn't, make sure you go back to episode number four, eight, no, 486. Yes. Good math. 486. <laughs> I had to do it in my head. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, he wrote us an email. Oh, did he? A thank you email. Ah. So hey, I'm Robert. going to read it aloud. Okay. When Robert. did this arrive? This arrived Tuesday, Tuesday, wait, is this? Yesterday. Uh, yesterday, Tuesday, January 24th mm. at 7.56 a.m. This is important later. Good day, team. <laughs> I just wanted to let you all know I've received my card in the mail yesterday afternoon, my local time. Clearly, mm. this is a guy who knows my brain melts when I think about time zones. <laughs> So, <laughs> so he received it on the twenty third, the twenty fourth. Wait, his Yester day? No, his day. So he sent it was the this. It arrived on the twenty. Oh, okay. Wait. So on the twenty. So 23rd, he sent okay. it. If he sent this and we were and we received it on the twenty fourth, mm -hmm. then he sent it on his twenty third. Right. We're so confused about. So he got it on the twenty second. We have viewers all over the world. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Yay. Okay. Okay, so thank you for all the efforts and sacrifices you make to put together an amazing set of productions. Assisting the network as a, pa as a patron is the best way I can assist the network grow and improve over time, and I'm honored to do so. Thank you. Thanks, Robert. Watching the network grow and build going from strength to strength is so inspiring, and I never want to see it slow down. Oh, we're not going anywhere. We're amping up. Further, I wish more viewers were able to help out and propel Category 5 TV network to into the realm of the greats like Twit, JB, or even the old days of Revision 3. Right. I wish all the hosts, co-hosts, and volunteers of Category 5 network family all the best for the remainder of the 2017 year that we have started. Regards, Robert Mignetta. Thanks, Robert. Thank you. Very kind. Um, if you would like to become a patron, just like Robert, you can head on over to patreon.com slash category5. And of course, as you can imagine, those links are on our website. So if you, if you can't get there, uh, make sure you head on over to our website and you'll be able to follow the links. And being a patron like it through Patreon, it gets you cool stuff with this show. Like you get to be 
first in line to have we, your opinion on We have sex. a really cool contest going yeah. on right now, and the information is on our Patreon profile. But we talked about it, how we're building up a basket full of goodies. And when we draw, so when we hit 50 patrons, we're going to do a draw, and the patrons are going to be a part of that draw. Um, so if you want to get in on it, that's how you do it. And then you actually get to pick from the, uh, from the basket of goodies what prize you would like to take home with you. Um, so I really like the way that we're doing that. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, and that's how you, that's how you do it. That's Become you a patron. It. It's easy. Just it's like easy. Robert. Uh, I was noting the, ta- the, time, or the date that it was sent, uh, mm-hmm. that he received the, uh, the card. And we, we joke about how bad our postal system is. They told us four days, Robert. It took three weeks. Four Sorry very about long that. Days. Four days. Yeah. Like dog years. So much for being on time for your birthday. <laughs> it's supposed to arrive. We'll send next year's now. Yeah, we'll get <laughs> get things early. started. Get things started. Uh, okay, so uh, Robert kind of hinted to the fact that the show is growing all the time. We've got this new studio space set up, and we've got a poll on episode number four eighty six of minute, the show at minute nineteen and a half. So That's just right. Just before the 20 minute mark. Yeah. Don't just fast forward to my 19 and a half unless you have already seen it. Just watch through or fast forward to 19 and a half and vote in the poll. Yeah, and you can vote in the poll. Uh, we've got a couple of different options there that were submitted by viewers. Um, so far, a quarter of our vo- voting viewers want us to turn the desk around 180 degrees and sit. <laughs> It's like, we don't like this standing thing. We've been standing Robbie bobs up and down all the time. Standing for three weeks, and we're already being told to sit down. Yeah. (laughs) Sit down. Come on now. I'm pretty much a professional stander, so this is actually rocking. I wonder, wonder too, if the viewers, if you are going to, you know, get used to it, I guess. It's completely different from how we've always done things, and here we are in season 10, so you change something, and automatically it's like, oh, that's different. Um, Mm -hmm. So I wonder about that. Uh, A quarter of our viewers uh, also uh, who have voted uh, want us to put a green screen behind us, but keep things the way that they are. We talked about that uh, last week on episode 487, so if you're interested in that, learn a little bit more there. Um, Then uh, the rest of our viewers who have voted um, love the set as it is now, Right. But about half of those uh, want us to throw a TV up on the wall. So there you so, have it. So get your vote in. There are a couple like of other options to choose from. Local sports team up behind yeah. us. <laughs> so, you know, if you what we're talking about is boring, we can have Star Trek The Next Generation picture up behind in picture. us. Yeah. Um, Secondary C- audio programming. C128D likes the setup, but thinks we should soften the focus on Sasha's camera. I agree. Oh. Softer focus. This is good as I age. How's, how's it look today? <laughs> A little bit, a little bit better than last week. We're getting there, getting no, there. No fine lines and wrinkles. I put a little TV um, down here so that I could, I could, cue, you know, do the white balance and exposure a little bit better this week. Uh, but we don't have a camera person here at the studio, so it makes it uh, a little bit harder because you know, it's set it and forget it for the whole hour. So hopefully, right. I get it right. Ha 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 ha! All right, we ready to get into our features? Yes. All right. Let's. Well. We've got a couple of different things to look at tonight. We're looking at Bluetooth technology, but we're doing some unboxing. We're going to look at uh, how they perform, how they look, how they sound. Uh, And uh, we've just got to take a really quick break. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. And we're going to be looking at those right after this. Hi, I'm Robbie Ferguson, and I love being a Vimeo Pro member. As a web broadcaster, I need an affordable video hosting platform that's as flexible as me. A pro membership lets you upload up to 20 gigabytes of HD video each and every week with no additional bandwidth restrictions. That means if you produce a show that uses even up to 20 gigabytes of storage, your limit resets itself the following week, so you can do another 20 gigabytes. And keep doing that week after week. Now, Category 5, with all of our shows, use roughly 10 gigabytes per week. From there, Vimeo automatically generates all the files that you need to provision your RSS feeds, Roku channel, website media player, or even video downloads in multiple bit rates, with no limits on your bandwidth usage or how many people can access your files. What's best? The price is astonishingly affordable. And for a limited time, friends of the Category5.tv network will receive a whopping 25% off the annual price. All you have to do is go through our link, cat5.tv Vimeo, and sign up today for your 25% discount. To top it off, you get 30 days to try it risk-free. If you're not happy with Vimeo Pro, you pay nothing. The deal is only for a very limited time. Go to cat5.tv slash Vimeo. 
Welcome back. This is Category 5 Technology TV, and we are live at www.category5.tv. Now, Harold was having some trouble catching us live uh, on Roku and uh, drew something to my attention that, hey, it's probably not very intuitive how we've got that set up because when we were live, you'd have to actually go up on the screen and scroll over to the right and click on watch live and made it a little bit complex. So I appreciate your, your email, uh, Harold. I love constructive criticism and it's how we make things better for the entire community. So if you've been trying to watch live on Roku and haven't figured it out, now what happens is as soon as I trigger the fact that we are broadcasting, Roku puts up a, a nice icon as the first icon that you see that says watch live. So that gives you that option. Um, if you're not seeing that and you know that we are live, make sure you exit the Roku channel mm -hmm. and reopen it. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, the way that Roku works is it loads everything um, when it loads, uh, when you first open the channel. So if you loaded it, you know, half hour before we went live. Super excited to watch. It won't, yeah, <laughs> it won't actually show the live uh, watch live button until you exit and reopen it once, once we're broadcasting. Okay, well, let's get into it uh, tonight. Okay. We're looking at a Bluetooth speaker. It's super cool. It's super tiny. This is actually, it's called the Mini H2O from Altec Lansing, and you can pick one up at cat5.tv slash Bluetooth. But why do we want to look at this tonight? Well, first of all, Bluetooth has come a long way. There's very right. low latency in music these days. Uh, when you're streaming audio to headphones, um, we've got, uh, you know, we've looked at um, the uh, some great headphones here on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, so these, this particular speaker is going to allow you to stream your music from your phone, from your device, and it's, uh, it's going to do it quite well. What I like about this, though, is that it claims to be very, very rugged. Right. So at this price point, you can take it on your motorbike and not have to worry about it, you know, if you drop it or something. It's probably going to be okay. It's, you can take it on vacation. You can take it on vacation. Poolside. Apparently, you can take it swimming. Which is interesting. Mm, in case mm. you want, like, a little tunage while yeah. you're swimming. <laughs> Let's get a look. Okay, so the Mini H2O from Altec Lansing. It says waterproof, sandproof, everything proof. Floats in water, six hours battery life, and includes hands-free speakerphone operation. So what that means is that, hey, if you're swimming, if you're in the bath, it's probably a lot safer to use that for your speakerphone than to actually hold your phone. Um, oh, yeah. we, we've heard stories. That and, makes sense. you know, don't, don't do it. Okay, so let's get into the box. Let's okay. get a look. And we're going to actually test this thing. There we go. Okay, what do we have? Unboxing this kind of stuff is pretty basic. Ooh, stickers. You'll find those will find their way to the back of my laptop. Uh, okay, we've got a USB cable. We've got a carabiner. You know something is rugged when they include a carabiner. Mountain climbing. And we've got uh, an auxiliary cable so you can plug into a headphone jack uh, if you have an Android device or an older iPhone. And then we've got just instructions, which maybe you'll need it, maybe we won't. I think these things have come a long way and they're pretty easy to, to use. All right, there we go. And for the next... Next half of the show, we will be uh, just reading the instructions, as Robbie said. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> just spend. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Let's figure this out. There are three buttons on this, Sasha. What do you take me for? The instructions are there just in case you're stuck. We're going to just see if we can just figure this out tonight. Pretty basic stuff here, folks. But what makes it fun is that it is, you know, apparently very, very rugged. So you can see it is ruggedized. Uh, it has a nice soft rubberized feel to it. The buttons are, are rubberized. And down here, I assume, is where we're going to charge it. There we go. So we've got the charge port for USB and the auxiliary input for audio from something. Basically what that does is it means, hey, you can use this speaker um, with a device that does not have Bluetooth. So, right. So that's decent. Nice little addition anyways. All right, let's fire it up and see what happens. I'm just holding the power button. Welcome to Altec Lansing. Oh, can you guys hear that? Welcome to Altec Lansing. This is Altec it's a, Lansing. It's Canadian. It's very The grammar polite. police are like going crazy right now. 
This is speaker. That's not Altec Lansing. Okay, so it looks like it's waiting to pair. So let's see what happens here. I'm going to grab my phone. And I'm going to bring up Bluetooth. I'm just going to get there for you before I put my phone down. That's some good TV right there. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I fired up Bluetooth. Can you all see that okay? A little bit out of focus on the camera. We've got these lights above us, which makes it difficult. Okay, so I'm going to search for devices. And let's see if it comes up just... Oh, there it is. Mini H2O speaker. So it didn't really take much. I'm just going to click on it. Pairing. And it's done. It says connected to call and media audio up at the top there. So I'm going to just throw on some music and see how this sounds. Just be rocking. Yeah. A little bit of dubstep. Because uh, dubstep is traditionally released under Creative Commons. A lot of it is. Nice. Here we go. Okay, so it's playing on my phone. There we go. So it just now fired it's right up. Now it's going to be dance party. Oh, yeah. Can you guys hear that? Okay, so let's check out the sound here. Dave's way over there. I'm going to crank it. So at that volume, I do get a little distortion. A little bit. I'm good about there, which is louder than I would listen to it at. I'm, I feel like I'm yelling. Oh. That's unexpected. You feel that? Yeah. It's got some good kick to it. Okay. It's got a little nice. bass kick. Yeah. Okay, so this thing's rugged, right? So they say. All right, so what are we going to do to test that out? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> this is the moment of truth, folks. Altec Lansing's Mini H2O. There you have I, it. I kind of like the sounds of it when it's floating yeah. in the water. Oh, it's like the subs thumping. That's not bad at all. I don't know if you guys can hear that. That's amazing. <laughs> Watch the water. Completely submerged. And it floats naturally. And... There you go. So if you drop it in the water, you don't have to worry about losing it. That's kind of key. I mean, take it on your boat. It's kind of perfect yeah. for that. There is we go. It, so that's yeah, the Altec that. Lansing. It's the Altec Lansing Mini H2O. You can pick one up actually on our website. Go to cat5.tv slash Bluetooth. Now, that was really, really easy to set it up. Yeah. Out of the box. I just held in the power button and it just shut off. So there you go. We're going to let that drip dry for a little bit, but performed well underwater. It floats. It's proven itself. I like it. It's on my list. And that is at cat5.tv slash Bluetooth. Bluetooth. All right. That's right. Now, are we ready for some more Bluetooth goodness? Wait yes, till my hands Robbie. Are dry what here. could this be about? Oh. Okay. <laughs> We're kind of dressed in our geekery tonight. I have this in my, in my closet. You have in, like, your regular wear closet. In my regular wear closet, yeah. <laughs> Yours was easily accessible. You actually own this outfit. It was I not do. a yeah. special purchase for tonight. No, that's this true. Is, this actually, is, I this do This is for this. real. Um, and, in fact, we were expecting maybe Jeff was going to be able to make it tonight. So I said to Jeff, would you like to borrow one of my Starfleet uniforms? <laughs> so I actually have more than more one. More than one. Depending on which character I'm portraying. Do you have a red one? I do not have a red one. I used to, and I gave it away. Yeah, this is nice. This is like a whole... This is a onesie. A onesie. This is like a big deal We had to figure out me. how to hook up your microphone yeah, tonight. because it's, it's actually like ultra comfortable. So I think it was, it was Lichen? Lichen X1? Le yes. Said in the chat room, daring me to um, wear it to work. I that would be would awesome. I love that. This is more comfortable than anything I wear to work. It's true. It's true. Uh, F.H. Tommy says you look a lot like Ro Laren with your hair back like that. I'd have to say, definitely. 
don't give that look. Ta- just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I know exactly who you're talking about, and I appreciate it. Uh, and I'd have to agree. That's great. That's amazing. Okay, so why are we dressed in Starfleet attire? Well, plain and simple. We've got a special device from ThinkGeek tonight. And hey, head on over to cat5.tv slash thinkgeek. Or if you want to check this out on our store, you can actually go to shop.category5.tv and we have it there. This is... The the future is finally here. So super cool. So super cool. (laughs) That's what Commander... Dermata says about this. I would like to be walking in the grocery store and just see somebody like, which yogurt For do you want? For real using it. Now, <laughs> yeah, and there, there's this whole, like, would you use this in public? Yeah. What do you think? Would you? Yeah, probably. Would you dress like this? Dave's nodding his head. Yeah, I definitely would. <laughs> um, so this is legitimately uh, a Star Trek, the next generation, Bluetooth communicator badge we wanted it to happen so this is something that we've all been dreaming about for a long time uh and we've actually got one here tonight to unbox and talk about so let's get into the box let's get a look here make some room here okay so there it is there's the box from think geek at cat5.tv slash think geek and uh what does it say on it i mean it's it is what it is it's a bluetooth enabled um basically a a headset in the shape and form factor of a next generation communicator pin. So let's get into it. Egamoto said that uh, he'd love to use it at work for the work mobile to keep hands free. That makes sense. That'd be hilarious at work. I I think it it. would be amazing. Okay, well, there it is. Egamoto, you do that and send us pictures, please, and thank you. All right. It wow. is cool. Look at that. Now, the the com badge that I'm wearing tonight mm-hmm. is this very shiny, like Paramount com badge. Um, you can see that it's it's metallic. Um, yours is uh, is um, matte. Yeah, matte. And that's more that's more accurate to the show than this well, is. That makes sense. But we're kind of used to this. We're used to uh, most of the apparel, you know, costume and cosplay. These are the good badges because this is all that this was the the good one that you could get, and it mm-hmm. it is shiny as metal, and it kind of looks and feels like what you would expect it to look and feel like. But in reality on the next generation it looked more like this more like what sasha's wearing um it's a bit more matte it's not metallic um and that's what it uh, that's what it looks like as far as their take on this communicator badge so it's magnetic we don't have to pierce our shirt we can see here there's a speaker there and i guess that uh seemingly either doubles as the microphone. It looks like this is a microphone slash speaker, speaker phone type device. We've got the USB charge port on the bottom and that would be the Bluetooth indicator light. So if I hold this in and it is, oh, did you hear that? Oh, it's fun. Nice. So it lit up. Yeah, did you hear that? That is cool. Genuine article right there. Okay, so let's let's connect this to my phone, and just see what's uh, what's actually involved in getting this thing connected. Just going to bring up my LG G3 here. We're going to go back into my Bluetooth settings. And let's see what we need to do. It's already oh, it's detected available devices FT pin at the bottom here. So let's go there. Pair it. There it goes. Okay, so what can we do with this? Obviously, we can make, make and take calls. Mm-hmm. We can use Skype. Uh, we can use it for Skype calls. Nice. Of course, if you've got a Bluetooth-enabled computer, you can use that for making Skype calls and things like that. Use this as a, a microphone. That's that I like. Smart. So if you're thinking, you know, is, is there really a practical use for this? Well, if you don't want to use it with your phone, you can use it with your computer. So whatever you pair it to, if it's Bluetooth, you're going to be able to use it as a microphone and speaker or just one or the other. So we can play music through it. I'm not sure really how the quality would be. So if you were playing video games, could you like put that on your shirt? And use that and as your use microphone? that as your microphone. You sure could, like as long as you've got with other people. the capability to have a Bluetooth microphone, because that's right. essentially what it is. Cool. So... 
let's kind of look at some of the things. If you read reviews, you're going to see some things that people love about it, some things that people hate about it. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what we want to look at tonight. Now, in two weeks' time, we're going to do a full demonstration of call quality. We're going to actually make a call with our friend Nelson Hudis, who, in fact, is one of the early adopters of the TNG Bluetooth communicator, and we're going to make a two-way call. So it's going to be Communicator to communicator. communicator. To communicator. Okay. And uh, that's happening in two weeks' time. So uh, let's, uh, let's take a quick look. So first of all, one of the things that people are talking about is the fact that it is not, you know, like one of those touch lamps that you just touch it and it, and it, uh, it clicks or activates, right? It's a little bit of a touch. Oh, I double-clicked and now it's playing my music. <laughs> So we obviously, you know, you got to learn the controls here. What's the weather like, Jim? No way. <laughs> Snow. <laughs> uh, thanks a lot. Okay, so there, there you have it. So it is a little bit of a push button. It's, uh, it's been compared to like an old 1980s mouse where it actually clicks. And I you don't... can feel that. Oh, it's yeah. a click, right? People don't like that? Some people have complained about that. Really? For what it is. No. I don't think I care. Stop your, stop your whining. And it seems, yeah, it seems <laughs> like, like good like quality. Like it seems like it's a, a good build. It's good quality. Well, truth be told, you want to click it because really if it's on your shirt and you put your jacket on, you don't want the jacket to turn it on. You're all, all of a sudden like on a phone call that you didn't expect, like pocket dialing. Yeah, I guess so, you eh? You want to have the extra. You've got to actually push it. Yeah. Pu uh, push it. How did I get on that? <laughs> okay. The next thing that people are complaining about with this particular communicator pen, and I think this is ridiculous. What is it? It's a magnetic back. Yes. And maybe tonight we're going to help you out, okay? Because I know there are some of you who have read the reviews and are saying, oh, maybe we'll wait until the second generation of the next generation mm -hmm. pen. Well, the, the back is magnetic. Right. It's a neodymium uh, magnet, and it's not overly strong okay okay so if i were to put this on my shirt so this is going to go on the underside of my shirt there we go <laughs> i'm not going to put it anywhere you know that's obviously i've got a communicator pin there already so there it is okay right so it's now, working and holding okay uh it's a little bit it does this is a, this is official starfleet uniform right and it feels you know that it's it's not it's not uh, very strong <laughs> And that's the complaint. Only for you. That's what people are complaining about. That's right. the biggest complaint, I think, is the magnet. Right. If the magnet was stronger, would it upset maybe the whole device, though? Well, I wondered that. You can't win. I mean, people get this pin and they complain, oh, it pierces my uniform. Right. You get this pin and, oh, the magnet's not strong enough. This is a magnet. What can you do with a magnet? You can, you can make it stronger. You can you? make it stronger. I know, I, I know that. Hello. Come on, folks. You can make folks. it stronger yourself. Oh. Nice. Okay. So what I have is a very, very tiny neodymium magnet. Just like that. Okay. So this is not very strong by itself. It does not feel like it's going to hold to anything that's very thick. What we can do is just take this magnet here, which is super, super strong. These things are unbelievable. And just let it suck itself on there. Now, what I've done is I've enhanced this magnetic clip without changing the form factor, without doing anything to it to modify it. And I've added the magnetism almost, you know, not, not all of it, but a lot of the magnetism from this little tiny magnet. Or you can put a bigger one if you're really, you know, keen on it. And I've made it so that now... You hear oh, yeah, you can, can oh, you yeah. get it off, though. No. <laughs> there we go. Look at the difference. Very, very strong. Okay. So, so that was the number one complaint? The number one complaint. It? And I just solved it with a little magnet. You can buy 100 of them for a dollar at the dollar store. So there's your biggest complaint. I feel like that's a debunked. choking hazard. It is a, oh. Like 100 of yeah, them Yeah, no, the keep these store. away from kids, folks. Wow. No, that's, like, that's very like dangerous. The child that I was, I would be like, how many of these can I eat before my I can notice? already feel... Now, I'm pulling pretty hard here, so I dropped it, but I can feel a big, big difference there, and you could probably mm -hmm. see just with the... 
just with pulling there that it's much, much, much stronger. It is. <laughs> if I can get it in the right spot. <laughs> but it'll work. It's stuck to my belt. Yeah, and it's, it's really, really strong when you do that. So, hey, that's going to make a difference. And I know people are... Prove it. I seriously, I can't... It's hard to peel it off. Big, big difference. Huh. I'm going to get Sasha I to show I wonder if they could... I'm wearing a onesie. What can I do? No, you can just... There, okay? (laughs) It ain't coming off. Not at all. (laughs) Take it to the dance club. No, you got to adjust it. That's fine. Okay, maybe don't take that to the dance club. (laughs) Don't dance like that. That's the key thing. Okay. Oh, I think I turned it off. No, I didn't. I turned on music. (laughs) So the next thing is that people, you know, are like, well, how... Maybe this particular Bluetooth device, you do need to read the manual. <laughs> because I don't know what controls what and how. Okay, so turn on music. Turn on Google like Now. Can you hit, hit it and say, like, call da-da-da? You then, can, yeah. Yeah, so don't do that. But I don't, I don't know how. Yeah. And I don't even know if, you know, you can set up your phone. Because it's a Bluetooth headset. Right. So what you can do with any Bluetooth headset, mm-hmm. you can do with this. But okay. by touching it like that. Let's see. Okay, I'm going to... There. <laughs> <laughs> so a single tap seems to be turn on music. Let's try a double tap. Oh. oh. It's doing something different. It is. What is it doing? What's the weather? Weather for on Wednesday. Your current location is snow. It's snow. Okay. So what can I ask it? Oh, I need to, do, need to do a double tap. See, we learned that already. It doesn't take long. That closed the app. That brought it up. What time is it? It's 7.40 p.m., January 25th. You guys can hear that? Ah, uh, yes. Huh. That means it's almost time for the news. So we can find our way around... I think I just turned on music again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so sometimes, like, I'm on my phone at night, and, like, Dave is already sleeping, and I'm trying not to wake him up. Yeah. And I do this with my very own phone. You're you're pushing buttons? You're quietly scrolling through Facebook news feed, and all of a sudden you, like, hit a video, and it blares it really loud. That's what would happen to me with this. That's what... I think it's (laughs) awesome. Okay, so we can supplement the magnetism... Enhance it by just putting another magnet on the back of it. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. It does not change the comfort level of it. And it's much, much, much stronger. It's a rockin' piece. Okay. So I, I said I would let Sasha see this. Just because I want you to actually get a second opinion. Because I'm not faking it. Okay. Okay. He paid me. Here you, <laughs> here you go. Okay. So okay. pull the back off of that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now take this itty bitty magnet. Okay. I'm going to just stick that on there. Now try. Oh, yeah, it's different. Mm. Oh, it actually really is different. Yeah. And it didn't affect performance. It didn't affect... No. I don't know if adding a super strong magnet may cause Some issues? issues, but it's or not like... like the other 99 magnets at this dollar buy you. Just stick them all around the back of it. <laughs> there that you go. is super cool. Makes a difference, okay. eh? Way to go. So there you have it. You can get them at cat5.tv slash thinkgeek or directly in our store, shop.category5.tv. It's one of those things where we've got to look at it. Here's the other thing. Like, people say, is it worth the money? This is... It's a piece that you Depends on what you're buying. Right. Am I... Is is a shirt worth... Or a onesie worth the cost of a Starfleet uniform? Yes. It depends on the emotion behind it. You really don't... Do you need that? No. You want it. And you... (laughs) I feel like we're implanting subliminal messages here. Uh, Alexa, buy this. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Fantastic. I like how stories run together. Uh, It's true. You don't need it. It's not something that you are... It's not practical whatsoever. It's a collector's piece. At a party, you will meet people. Like, if you're looking to meet people, buy it. Go to a party. It's a... Yeah, because you're going to meet people. By wearing this you will. in public. <laughs> Sasha, come on now. You will. You'll meet very like-minded people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. 
Uh, it is, though, it is, you know, keep in mind, this is a collector's piece. It's something that we would add to our collection, just like this jersey sits in my closet most of the time. I don't wear it to work, but okay, when okay. I don't, but when I want to pull it out, it's so wonderful and it's so geeky, and I love that. <laughs> this is the next evolution of that, and it is a functional Bluetooth headset or speakerphone. Right. So, and it gives you all those extra features. So you put that on and run upstairs and be like, Becca, just call me. Call me just for fun. Just so Sure. Yeah. Um, Facebook, uh, the app now has calling as well. So mm-hmm. you can call people for free using this via Facebook because it's a Bluetooth headset. So it's screaming. Like that? That's awesome. Kind of fun. This is Category 5 Technology TV. Thanks for watching the show tonight. You can find our website at www.category5.tv. All right, Sasha, are you ready to head over to the newsroom and find out what's up? I certainly am. All right. Let's get over there. Here are the stories we're covering this week in Category5.tv Newsroom. Samsung has clarified what was causing Note 7s to catch fire. A dad found a really creative use for 360 video, giving his daughter the first a first-person virtual reality view of her dollhouse. The Star Trek film Axanar has settled out of court with CBS and Paramount. A robot can write news articles in just one second. And car makers are using soy-based products under the hood, and it's causing all kinds of issues as rodents find it delicious. These stories are coming right up. Don't go anywhere. Jeff Weston. Yeah, You're building a brand-new, beautiful website. What? Aren't you? No. Am I? Oh, you're a terrible actor. What? This is where acting comes into play. Oh, I didn't know we were acting. You're supposed to act. Okay, fair enough. All right. I'm building a really cool website. Are you building a really cool website? You need hosting. One of the things about a hosting account is you don't want to have limitations put on your website. It's true. How much hard drive space do you have? How many email accounts? How many domains can point to it? Well, we've got an amazing deal for you. For a very limited time, cat5.tv slash dreamhost. For just $5 and a bit of change per month, you are going to get unlimited website hosting, unlimited email accounts on that hosting uh, service. You are also going to receive a free domain name. So your own .com. Nice. To put that amazing website that you've been working on it's on true. there. If you run, if you want to build a WordPress site, fine. Sign up. Cat5.tv slash dreamhost. Just don't put Panama Papers on it. Just don't do it. But hey, uh, it's a great deal, folks. Best deal you're going to find. $5 and change per month. Go to cat5.tv slash dreamhost. I'm Sasha Dermatis, and here are the top stories for the week of February 1st. 2017. During a press conference Sunday, Samsung said two separate battery defects caused both the original batch of Galaxy 7 Notes and the replacement units to overheat. The first battery, it said, suffered from a design flaw. The battery's external casing was too small for the components inside, causing it to short circuit and ignite. The second battery, which came from another supplier, didn't have the same flaw. Rather, in the rush to pump out enough batteries for the replacement units, the supplier introduced a manufacturing defect that led to the same result. The explanation puts to rest the mystery behind the exploding Note 7, but it kicks off a new challenge for the embattled company, winning back your trust after a disastrous several months that included two recalls and the decision to kill the critically acclaimed phone. The Sunday press conference marked the start of a Samsung campaign to rebuild company credibility, which will include the upcoming launch of the flagship Galaxy S8 phones, as well as another note later in the year. Having not one but two batteries from different suppliers fail for different reasons is a bizarre coincidence that that may surprise and frustrate some who were looking for a single clean explanation. Three independent testing firms reached the same conclusion as Samsung um, that it was the battery and not the phone's design or Samsung's manufacturing process that caused the Note 7 battery issues. The problem I have with this new story is absolutely, they completely clearly said the first battery, it was just the casing was too small for the actual internal components, overheat, bam, explosion. Um, (laughs) Second battery, just a flaw. 
Like, they don't actually say <laughs> what the flaw is. Just a flaw. Keen observation. Yeah. Like, we want to tell you some of the truth, but we want, don't want to tell you that exactly the same thing happened twice. With two different manufacturers. Yeah. Like, exactly mm. the same. We want all this power in this small little thing. Do it. And then they did the same thing twice. I do sometimes That's wonder with these kinds of flaws, and this is a big deal, right? Yeah. Um, but I sometimes wonder if just the pressure on companies to release stuff mm-hmm. is all it takes to cause this kind of catastrophe. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's a consumerist idea that you need to buy a new phone so often. Well, sure. Well, that's looking. That's right? the consumer. So, end, right. Because we are wanting bigger and better and prettier and stronger. I don't even know. Like we just want a really great phone all of the time. Like the cutting edge. Oh, I'm bored with my six-month-old phone. I want a new phone. Um. Yeah, I don't subscribe to that. But I look at the manufacturer's perspective and think: Are they pushing too hard to be competitive? And I think, yeah, but what's well, weird... it's working. I really yeah. wanted one of these. Yeah, I know. I, I know. really wanted Not one. Not so much now. Now, no. Um, now I'm happy. But you notice how I'm Samsung puts it all on the battery manufacturer? Now, I'm not saying that it is Samsung's fault. I'm not making any claims or conspiracy theories here. But I, we've got to take some onus for our own... Right. Okay, so Take some car, responsibility for what we do. If a car manufacturer, right? Yeah. If they buy parts from another company and put them in their car is it the other company's fault if something goes wrong right well sh- well no i think that it's, it's the actual such a car hard thing, company yeah. that is i think at right? least the car company should take ownership for that right so maybe samsung it just, just feels think. like one of those big box superstores. Oh, we didn't know that we were mm-hmm. manufacturing jeans at a sweatshop, so we'll stop dealing with that sweatshop and make them somewhere else. Yeah. So now that big box manufacturer, not to name any names, but you know who I'm talking about, doesn't have to take any responsibility for them exactly. basically funding those kinds of operations. Yeah. I just, there's something that sits wrong with this, and I love Samsung. I'm like, sorry, I'm not GWG. Even, I am not even <laughs> like I, I try. I'm trying not to badmouth Samsung because I really love their products. Yeah. But it feels like half of an explanation, which also leads to kind of half an apology. You know, I just don't love it. Anyway, <laughs> because the technology is so new to mainstream users, the benefits of virtual reality are still being discovered. But we're increasingly finding that VR can bring families together in new ways. The latest example comes from an HTC Vive user who decided to give his daughter a tour of her dollhouse in a new way that's never been possible before. Using a Rioche Theta SC 360-degree camera, Toby Newman captured all the rooms in his daughter's dollhouse and then gave her the unique opportunity to stroll around alongside her dolls inside the tiny structure. Newman also posted a series of 360 photos to give everyone an idea of what his daughter can see when looking through the VR headset. And while the setup is an amazingly clever use of VR technology, parents thinking of duplicating the effort should be aware that the age restrictions around VR headset use. Although the HTC Vive doesn't list a specific age limit, its site does state that the product was not designed to be used by children. Mm-hmm. Similarly, the Oculus Rift advises that this product should not be used by children under the age of 13, and the PlayStation VR suggests that the VR headset should be used by those age 12 and up. So, yeah, it's, it is. I don't, <laughs> this dad came up with an incredible idea. Yes. And way to, way to go, Dad. I mean, I'm always looking for ways to like, yeah. do something fun with the kids. Uh, right now, it's stop-motion videography, and they're yeah. just loving it. Um, this dad did something great, and then all of a sudden, oh, by the way, you're not supposed to. You know, this is the news. Right, but what's the reason behind it? Why aren't you supposed to? I think it has to do with, and I'm not, I'm not a medical professional at all by any means, but it doesn't it have to do something with um, still developing your your kind of visual cortex and right. frontal, okay. lo- frontal lobe and all that stuff. Like it's, it's has to do with your so, affecting okay. development. If Except you use VR, it's not, she's not going to live in her dollhouse. She's going to take a random right. little stroll in it now and again. And you know? it's super cool. It's so cool. Don't stop doing what you're doing. That's a cool dad. I love definitely, it. Definitely. I, I honestly think that maybe it's one of those, like you can't swim for 30 minutes after you eat, which is really just a <laughs> lie. You might just be I okay. swim while eating. Yeah. Have you ever been to the Caribbean? 
and listen into music <laughs> with your new, with your new yes uh, exactly speaker. underwater awesome. yeah okay awesome news story for today over a year after star trek's copyright holders engaged in a legal war with the sci-fi series' only own fans over a crowdfunded unofficial prequel film the two sides in the infringement lawsuit announced friday that their battle will not head to a courtroom after agreeing upon a settlement oh a settlement Sasha. has been reached well that's that's good that's awesome yeah but axinar can't happen Maybe it will. The happen. settlement involves shutting her down. Hmm. Right. So not awesome in that regards. I wonder if it's a. Um, yeah. Hmm. I wonder if it'll lead them into a new direction, though. Like who? Axanar? Yeah. Well, will they take the the route of uh, Star Trek Renegades and just become Renegades, drop Star Trek from the name, and exactly. change their uniform so that the communicator pins on this side and. <laughs> Like it just, obviously just doesn't work. They know it's how Star loved, Trek. Yeah, obviously they Fan know film. how loved they are. Axanar knows they got this. I know. I so know. whatever they choose to do from this point, they have the full support yeah. of everyone. But it's still, for, like, it's a shame. You know, it's a big shame. In December 2015, Paramount Pictures and CBS Studios filed a copyright infringement lawsuit against producer Alec Peters over his planned film Axanar and its prequel Prelude to Axanar, which they claimed used an innumerable copyright elements of Star Trek, including its settings, characters, species, and themes. However, the end of the year-long legal battle ended Friday with a joint statement via The Hollywood Reporter, Paramount Pictures Corporation, CBS Studios, Inc., and Axanar Productions, Inc., oh, and Alec Peters are pleased to announce that the Litigation regarding Axanar's film Prelude to Axanar and its proposed film Axanar has been resolved. Axanar and Mr. Peters acknowledge that both films were not approved by Paramount or CBS and that both works cross boundaries acceptable to CBS and Paramount relating to copyright law. It's unclear if Peters had to compensate CBS and Paramount over Axanar. If the lawsuit had gone to trial, Peters faced damages ranging anywhere from $1.4 million, the amount of his grassroots campaign um, which raised and produced the film, to upwards of $100 million or $150,000 for every setting, every character, theme, or piece of wardrobe that a jury found violated Star Trek's copyrights. Ouch. Okay, there is something to say. You can't just take like it's you can't you can't just do it without saying first but right this is sold to you by somebody who asked first yeah right like somebody can't just walk around and be like hey that's sasha she's a cool girl i'm just gonna like be her and impersonate me and do different things oh you can't sorry just, guys you're gonna have to stop doing that you can't you can't just like <laughs> you know like i can't just be like i really like this show what's a really good show like Game of Thrones. I can't just like take all of the characters from Game of Thrones and make a new show based on that idea. Let's just think about the the term fair use. Here on Category 5 Technology TV, we're wearing Starfleet uniforms in honor of Star Trek. We're excited about the upcoming show. We're excited about the Bluetooth communicator that they've brought out. It's officially licensed product. We're not we're not benefiting from it. Yeah. directly mm-hmm. when you have a campaign that you've raised over a million dollars in order to fund this project now rather than just being a, a couple of folks dressed up in starfleet uniforms having a fun time right you're a professional operation you're you're making a feature film at that point so that's, I think, th- there is no gray area there. It's simply you are doing a commercial production. You've got millions of dollars to do it with. You've, a, you know, that's that's tough. I wonder if things would have gone differently if there was just like a little heads up about this. Like, if there was no, up. if there was no Star Trek um, Discovery coming out in a couple of months, then I think some of these things might have slipped through. You think about Star Trek Renegades, the first episode, it happened. But then, after Discovery was announced, they shut it down. They brought out the new rules about fan films, and they literally shut down any professional uh, fan films. Yeah, but, I mean, clearly, there's a huge fan base behind this guy. 
and behind sure, this yeah. new company. Oh, yeah. Maybe just go in a different direction. Do something different. Put the nacelles on the side. Right? <laughs> it's, I'll watch it's a it. tough thing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll watch it and we'll see what they come up with. But Exactly. Now, Peters initially argued that Axonar was created under fair use production of copyrighted materials. Mm. Mm-hmm. However, the judge overseeing the case struck down the fair use argument in a January summary judgment ruling, steering the way towards Friday's settlement. As part of their settlement, Peters agreed to make substantial changes to Axonar to resolve this litigation. Oh, they are? So maybe they're just changing it up. Peters also promised in the future to adhere to the fan film guidelines that CBS and Paramount created in June 2016 after Trekkies expressed their dismay concerning the litigation against Axonar and the effort to squash fan films. So, it'll still come out. Just everything will be different. Completely different. They're pulling a re- it sounds like they're pulling a renegades. Yeah. And we'll see how it comes out. Oh, good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Newspaper reporters, beware of Zhao Nan, the first Chinese robot journalist who wrote an article in just a second. Wow. How long does it take you to write the news? <laughs> the, these news stories? Yeah, like yeah. a few hours. Yeah. More than just a second, right? Yeah. Maybe get a Zhao Nan. I need one. Yeah. Let's get him in. I'll read it. Whatever. <laughs> For the first time, a robot journalist named Zhao Nan made its debut in a Chinese daily newspaper on Thursday. The robot wrote a 300-word article in just a second. The article by the robot was published in China and was about the travel rush during the Chinese New Year's, also known as the Spring Festival. Nan's lead developer said when compared with staff reporters, Zhao Nan had a stronger data analysis capacity and is quicker at writing stories. The staff of the state-run media outlet were rather uneasy with the experiment as they feared that they ran the risk of losing their jobs to the robots. (laughs) Hmm. This experiment proved that presently robots are still unable to carry out face-to-face interviews as they can't map spontaneous reactions nor come up with follow-up questions. Also, they are not intelligent enough to choose a significant news angle based on a conversation or interview like humans are. But he claims robots will be able to act as a supplement, helping newspapers and related media as well as editors and reporters. See? Okay. It's an enhancement tool. Sure. Well, I feel like I'm arguing with Invisible Jeff, yeah. anti-robot Jeff. You're going to have to argue with yourself because Jeff's not here tonight. Okay, so what Jeff would say is, see, just another thing <laughs> where robots are taking over humanity. But I'm saying that this robot is a friendly robot. It's going to write 80% of the story, and it just needs your human influence to just, like, angle it in a, in a great sure. way. Sure. Could it be, right? like, akin to spell check on your word processor and grammar check is taking it one step further but now using ai to say no no let's word it like this right so i can't imagine the journalists they're going to be able to come up with the bulk of the story so quick and then just so they can take care of the human factor give it to the robot and let it do the writing I guess in some ways, some jobs will get cut because now maybe three reporters can do the job that 15 reporters could do before. Or if it's so incredibly accurate, do you need the same number of editors? Do you need proofreaders? Right. I mean, I can't do face-to-face interviews, so it's not stealing anybody's right. job yet. At least not the interview- interviewers. <laughs> That's <right>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In the cold winter months, it's not unusual for rodents to sneak their way into car engines to warm themselves up. But an eco-friendly, soy-based insulation being used by automakers may be tempting these critters too much. One vehicle owner had rodents chew out its, the wiring in his Honda CRV, causing hundreds of dollars in damage. They oh. had, yeah. They had nibbled through the insulation and exposed the bare wires, which caused them to short-circuit, causing things to go haywire. Mechanic Max Chang believes the issue is becoming even more common as automakers like Honda, Toyota, and Subaru turn to soy-based insulation. He says they love it. It's delicious for them. I actually am vegetarian. I really like soy-based products myself. (laughs) Well, you know, you just get under the hood of your car and there's some delicious eats down there. Now I know if I'm ever like hankering for a little soy-based product. Well, you know, the the roads get pretty rough. If you ever need to like pull over and it's too cold out and the engine won't start, you can... 
eat the engine. Well, you know those survival kits where you can like light a candle or you can eat it? Like it's an edible kit. Have you not seen that? I this haven't seen it, it but car. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So Right up there with edible engine parts. Parts. Components. <laughs> car won't start, eat it. <laughs> Some car owners are fighting back, launching two class action lawsuits against Toyota and Honda in the U.S. Brian Kavitek, the attorney representing a Toyota Tundra owner, said, You don't make the wires out of something that's edible. Maybe you don't, maybe you do. You know. The suits claim the automakers are aware of the product but have refused to cover repairs under warranty. The plaintiffs claim it's a defect and should be covered. Okay. So as a car owner, now I'm taking myself away from like the love of delicious soy-based products. But <laughs> as a vegetarian car owner, <laughs> as a vegetarian car, I don't want my car to get eaten by anybody else or anything else, mm. or even me. Like it's I kind think. of funny, yeah. but it's like, did you not see this coming? Like you do not leave. <laughs> 